The following podcast contains explicit language on explicit topics, and as a trigger warning, all episodes contain triggering content. podcast for sexually active and dormant women. I'm your host, Epiphany Evans, and with me today I have Sapphire. Hey, Sapphire! Hey, I'm so happy to be here. I feel like it's been in the works, and I'm so excited to get things started. I'm so happy to be joining you here in your beautiful home. (laughs) So without further ado, where does your sexual journey begin? Well, growing up, I had really conservative parents, So I always thought of myself as waiting to get married before having sex. And that was something that my partner at the time also shared an idea about. So I started dating at like 14 and my boyfriend was 16 at the time. And we were really adamant about waiting to have sex until we were married. But sex by our definition was like many other Christians, just penetration. So We did do other things before then. So interestingly enough, um, like we did things like, like he would go down on me, things like that. I never went out on him because it freaked me out. So (laughs) I didn't want anything to do with it. But yeah, and we also experimented with butt stuff. So like shocking enough, like now it's something that still terrifies me. But at 14, I was like, you know what, let's just do it in the butt, do it for God in the butt. So, you know. It was, it was a journey. Obviously, I realize now that, <laughs> you know, it was just an experience that I needed to have, but I'm older and I realized that like, you know, sex is something that people share and it doesn't make you not Christian or it doesn't make you a bad person to want to experience that. So I feel like I really want to make sure that a lot of girls know that, you know, you should experience things, enjoy your body. And yeah, since then I've been hoeing around and I'm living my best life finally got tied down a few years ago but until then I was really living (laughs) so yeah it was a bit of a journey you say (laughs) that your parents are really conservative what adds to their conservatism so I think first of all they're from like an African country so coming from I, I like to say that like a lot of African countries are in at the latest 2001 their energy is very like very like beginning of the millennial everything's very old school uh their mentality I would say is maybe even older like they they think that you should you know get engaged before you live with someone or even share a room with them or dating shouldn't be this outwardly expression or you know it's you're not a good Christian if you decide to you know have sex before marriage and so there's just a lot of ideas that they have related to their culture and related to like their religion that make them feel like that's not a conversation that we can have. Interestingly enough, I didn't ever had to have a sex talk with my parents. We've never really discussed it. Um, they did have a period talk with me, however, which I thought was interesting. Um, I was the only one out of all my close friends who got a period talk from my mom. So that was like, go mom. Um, and it was really helpful. I was like little period expert at school. So it was it was a nice experience there. But when it comes to sex, it was really just like I was completely in the blind. And that was 
a, a large experience and just having me and my friends like figure things out as we go. It's a lot of trial and error, but I don't know. My parents, yeah, my parents are just really conservative and I think it was just more cultural transition more than anything. Did they allow you to learn about sex in school? I mean, I th- think they did. Like, I don't think they ever really thought about it. Like, I don't know if they recognized that there was a sex talk at school. I don't know if they, it was just on their radar at all. So I don't, I'm not sure, honestly. Like, I've never really had a conversation with them about sex at all. Like, the most interaction we've had about any sexual contact or sexual issues would be my mom finding a pamphlet of my IUD on the kitchen table and being like, what is this? And that was literally the introduction of like, fuck, I guess she knows I'm having sex. But before then it was literally like, there was no addressing it. Um, yeah, none at all. So I'm, I'm sure they sensed that I was learning about sex education. Um, and they have really outwardly negative expressions about the transformation of sex education and the inclusion of like, you know, issues of homosexuality or transsexuality. And so I assume that they wouldn't have loved the fact that I learned about sex education, but I don't think we never really discussed it. So I'm not hundred percent clear on what their opinion was on that. You educated your mother on IUDs. Like, was she upset? Was she? Yeah, she was very upset. I think her reaction was just like, so you have something inside you. And I was like, honey, it's not the first time. It's not that serious. Like, I just like the thought of like her being so stunned that not even necessarily that I was having sex, but that something was in my body. It was like a very interesting dynamic. And I think she just, she had a lot of uncomfortable feelings around that. Like the other moment she recognized that I could be sexually active is like when I would be living with her. So like now she, I feel like she has the like thought in her head. So I guess the IUD was just like a little bit of a, dipping her toe in the water and now she's like my daughter's living abroad with a boy like they're definitely sharing a room they definitely fucking so yeah so she yeah she was not not happy then but I I like to I'm a proponent of um forcing someone out of their comfort zone so my mom is um growing every day (laughs) whether it be against her will or you know her choice but yeah so then you think that it was easier to have the talk about moving in with your man because she got like, yeah, you <laughs> might as well. Like, yeah, <laughs> you might as well put that IUD to, to use. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still think like to this day, she has like a lot of reservations about me deciding to live with my lover or, you know, she doesn't want to think about those things. And we've never had a direct conversation about anything, but I think that's just their style. Nothing's ever direct. They kind of like know things, but won't ever bring them up. So, I mean, I'm comfortable talking about it if they would like to talk about it, but I don't think that's going to be something that's coming up soon, but I'm glad that I've like coaxed them out of their shell a little bit. And so it makes my lifestyle a little bit easier now, but it's a work in progress (laughs) for sure. You mentioned Ho and Al. Mm-hmm. Was that during your college years? Yeah. So actually, when I first moved to college, um, I got in a relationship really quickly. I think just being the one person that went off to college alone, I was like, felt like I needed like somebody to like be in my corner. So when I moved there, I was actually one of the only people that spoke English amongst my group of friends. So somehow one of my roommates was like an international student and she was like, 
from France. So all of her friends were like black African people slash French people that only spoke French and very little English. So somehow I got thrown into this group of friend, friend group and I ended up dating a guy who literally like we were, I don't know how we communicated. It was like drawings, like pictures, fucking pull up a YouTube video being like, listen, this is what I'm talking about. Like, so it was really tough. Um, but I think I just felt kind of, and at that, what's interesting is at that point, also my sexual experiences were pretty minor and I felt like, you know, sex was more about pleasing someone and less about my personal, like enjoyment or, you know, fulfillment. So at that point, so I was, I got into this relationship with this guy and I guess I wasn't feeling fulfilled in the relationship in the sense that like we just couldn't really connect on many things because we couldn't fucking speak the same language. So I made friends with this other guy I knew and, you know, he was bilingual. So we'd like spoke English together. We got each other. And I ended up putting myself in a situation where I was practically in two relationships. So, you know, I cheated on my partner and it was a relationship, plural relationships that lasted almost two years. And I had two whole ass boyfriends and I was like out here, like, and there was a moment I think would be like the pinnacle of like my whole, my whole life where I literally like snuck one out the back door as the other one came in. And in that moment I was like, or like I would, once I had sex with both of them in a 24 hour period. And I was like, well, (laughs) I was like, well, well, damn. (laughs) And like, though I'm talking about it casually, like, I don't think at the time I was someone who was like, getting as much enjoyment out of it as like it wasn't like I was like out here like I got two bitches like I'm living like it was more me not being able to deal with the ending a relationship and feeling like I had to please everyone girl it like the whole thing blew up in my face so I was really out here hoeing Uh, and finally when those relationships ended I had like two years of single life where I was like Instagram was a dating app honey so I was living like I you know, I went on a lot of dates. I hung out with a lot of guys. Like I never saved any guy's number. I was texting them, hanging out. If I wanted to hook up with them, I would. If I didn't, I would just go on dates, multiple dates. Uh, and it was really fun. And I, I, you know, I had no interest in getting in a relationship until, you know, the current, the current boy came around, but yeah, I was living. Like I still kind of look at the time and I'm like, that bitch, she was really, she was a happy ass girl. She was cute as hell. She had her extensions in. She was like, dating um so I mean I think everybody needs to have like a moment like that to like you know remember that like their their situation is important their pleasure is important like I know a lot of my my close friends who didn't orgasm until like one of my girlfriends she lost her virginity at 14 she didn't orgasm until literally last year and we're what 25 and I think it was because she was in her head like I don't think people recognize how mental sex is or pleasure during sex is I don't know if it's for men as well but for women I know it's extremely mental so if you're not even able to fucking relax there is no way you're like gaining all the pleasure you could be gaining from this situation and obviously there's all these other elements that have to be added it's not just like general penetration and like banging away like you're not going to feel good (laughs) you're not going to feel great about it and like to think that girls like literally have been having sex for fucking 10 years and not ever coming like what does that like? What does that say? It's not always about being there for a guy. It's about like taking control of your sexuality and feeling like confident about it. And you know, I never felt guilty about it ever.
you know I literally like Insta- even today like I feel like my Instagram is never fully recovered because like my demo is 90% men I would date <laughs> I was probing to date before so yeah it's I don't know she's a whole ass dating app there's no need for tinder no need for bumble you know and I had a whole ass strategy to like like fucking lasso them in like I don't know I always tell people that the best way to like snag a guy on Instagram is so you have to go to their account you scroll through you don't go too far back but you go far enough back that it's not just like you're liking their most recent photo so you like one of their photos okay cool it's out of the blue they're like how did this girl find my account whatever it's like you cute that's how we found your account and then they'll like a picture back and you're like okay so the game has begun so you go back and you like another photo and like you have to make sure you don't space it out too much so they don't just feel like, you know, you're just like out here once in a while seeing them. It's like, no, this is a deliberate thing. We're playing a game. And then they'll like you back and then they will hit you up. And that is my strategy. Literally just like, 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 like. And you're like, oh, like, this isn't just, this isn't just like fate. It's like, you know, we're both, we're both playing this game and it's over like a maximum 12 hour period. And so we know we're doing something and then they'll hit you up and you're like, yeah, like, I don't know, I just came across your, do you know my friend, this person? <laughs> yeah, so I've literally snagged many, many dates that way. It's disgusting, like, it's not disgusting, go live, but I mean, I think it was the really, the hard part was, like, transitioning my Instagram, like, from, like, a dating app to, like, oh, this is, like, my personality in life now, like, you know, so once in a while, I have to drop a fucking half ass naked pic to remind them, where we started like don't you forget that just because like I'm writing a cute caption I wasn't out here trapping <laughs> three years ago oh my god it's been so long yeah but I mean I don't know I'm a domestic domesticated beast now but back then when did your current boo come into the picture yeah so I've known him for like seven years now so we were like we had dated previously, um, then broke up for a few years, our college years. So everyone sold their oats, like we were living, we were still friends and hooking up sometimes on and off. Um, but then like a few years ago, um, you know, he reached out just to like connect and to talk more often. And I was like, what's going on? Like very skeptical, like, what is this? Like what's going on? What's happening? Um, and then we were just like, thought about reconnecting and I flew out to LA to visit and it was just a different relationship. I think after, you know, in all honesty, after that whole like cheating situation, I had a lot of fear about whether or not, you know, or a lot of guilt really for what happened and a lot of fear that I would be someone who would continue to do that to people. And I recognized that I like really hurt that person and I didn't want to put myself in a relationship with someone if I felt like I couldn't, like, I couldn't be faithful to them. And so I think that's a lot of the reason why, though I was enjoying, you know, being single and living my best life, I think a lot of the reason was I just didn't want to, like, hurt anyone like that again. So I needed somebody that I felt like I cared about, like, deeply or, like, as a friend or just, you know, just, like, really felt like was worth me, like, putting myself in that position again. And because, like, I already felt like I had a relationship with him and, you know, I loved him for years in the sense that, like, he was someone who was close to me. I always wanted him to be happy, like... So when we started like dating again, it was just a no brainer that like, you know, I would make sure that I'm focusing fully on the relationship, but it was a really tough transition. Like it's, it's hard from going from like, like being out here in the streets to being like 
in a relationship almost overnight because you know in other situations like you date someone you're still open like you're still doing whatever you want to do you're like until you have to talk but with him I knew that the minute we started like talking he would be like so like he we have very different ideas about what relationships are like for him when he's talking to someone it's one person and then it's done and then the next person whereas I was out here with like six people at a time so so it was a big adjustment for me we grew up we grew up in a short amount of time but yeah I mean since then it's been great but it was a challenging early start to the relationship so so story time um so you met my lover at a sex store and what was interesting was we were in a long distance relationship at the time and I guess there was um a comedy show like a yeah, comedy show happening at the sex store and I was like okay like weird like why is there a comedy show at a sex store but fine and then he said to me like like he went and I was like called him after I'm like oh like, great like how was the show he's like oh I made friends and I was like cool great you met friends at the sex show the sex store comedy show I was like cool and then he's like yeah Taylor and I was like I literally like head flip like wait what like what do you mean <laughs> you made friends with two girls like why did you talk to them like wh- why would you only talk to girls like why aren't there men in this scenario <laughs> like me being psychotic what's happening like why did you only talk to girls like were you hit- like did they think you were hitting on them like what did you and literally me being dramatic I was like I don't know how I feel about this like spir- spiral and he's like really like I will introduce you when you get here stop being extra and I was like okay like proceed with caution <laughs> and then I literally came here met Taylor and I was like they're so cool like what the fuck am I thinking and he was like you'll be friends with them I'm like I don't know about that and then I came and I was like oh my god I'm obsessed like obviously my dramatics were not a big deal but just like this the way just like I think it was this, just the sex store that really threw it over the edge for me it was like any other comedy show I'd be like cool like you know girls are into jokes you're into jokes fine connect but like I don't know, the sex store, I was like, well, what the fuck, why were they there, you know? But it was a pretty funny comedian, so we've seen her a few times, and I know she's your favorite, and she's his favorite, so. So funny. Yeah, literally, literally, I was nuts, and obviously, like, now I'm in, like, a better place. I, like, have more trust in my heart, but at the time, I was we like, you don't distance me. being crazy. Yeah. Loving everything you have to say. Super curious as to what notably funny story you can share about your past. <laughs> well, there are quite a few. I don't know. Like, there, there have been, like, things, like, you know, that you do for your partner that are maybe, like, a little bit out of your comfort zone, but you want to try it. Or, um, you know, like, for example, there's, like, have, has been a very topical conversation around butt stuff and not only butt stuff in the sense of anal but butt stuff as an eating ass and like that's something that was like very taboo until I don't know which pop star brought it into the limelight but it just became something that people are more confident talking about and you know I've dabbled and not to say that I've dabbled in like my partner experiencing with me but I've also dabbled myself and like trying it with my partner and it's been like I don't know. I think it's like a little dangerous. So I feel like I've enjoyed that. (laughs) How it's like a little bit spooky. Like, oh, like what? (laughs) What's about to happen? Or like, it's also interesting because I think there's a level of taboo that's added when it's like, you know, a heterosexual relationship and it's not the man doing it to the woman and the woman doing it to the man. I think like that adds a level of interest because 
there's all of these ideas around what it is to be purely homosexual versus like heterosexual and and so it's there's always this taboo that a man's ass is only meant to be explored by another man it's like not something that could bring pleasure in other ways or it's something that demonstrates that a man is like less than a man if, if he is interested in trying that stuff or if their partner does stuff to them in that region so in my head I'm like it's whatever like let's just try it out I hear that there's a lot of guys who enjoy things like that apparently they're fucking g-spots in their butt I mean maybe one day I'll find out but until then I mean it's been fun to try and um you know and obviously there's like other side things like ordering like weird articles of clothing that your partner enjoys like who fuck knows like random things off Amazon that come and you're like what the fuck is this like once I ordered something and I literally laughed in the bathroom for 45 minutes when I put it on because like I looked so absurd and I felt like he really enjoyed it but I was like what the fuck am I it was like this like literal cat suit made of like fishnet but it was like large fishnet and then there were two holes for the boobs so your boobs were out because you know the fishnet wasn't enough your boobs had to be completely on display and then your butt and your vagina had a hole so it's like you can just wear the fishnet stocking the whole time never have to figure out how to take it off you can just wear it all the way through and I was like felt like I was I don't know. It felt very strange. I was like, what the fuck am I fucking wearing off $3 off of Amazon that came from China? Me getting into it was like a 45 minute endeavor, but it was like fun to try out just to say that like, you know, it's fun to, to not take yourself too seriously and just like feel confident in trying new sexual things. And I don't know. I haven't really told anybody about that butt stuff thing though. So here we are revealing, <laughs> revealing everything. But yeah, I don't know. It's fun. I recommend it. I'd now love to play a game with you similar to Truth or Dare. But just a little first or last. Mm -hmm. So you pick one and then we'll talk about the first or last time you did something. First, okay, so let's talk about the first time I had penetrated sex, question mark. So the first time I had sex, it was actually with my current partner, and we were on our graduation trip, which I had planned with a friend <laughs> to Costa Rica with like one of those like trip companies that help you organize trips for your like, I don't know, graduating class in high school. So I was like, I thought I was that bitch. I was like, we organize this trip. We have all of 15 kids coming. We get to fly in first class. Like I was like really out here living. And we went to Costa Rica and there was another school that came with us. And mind you, me and my current partner, we were broken up at the time, but we had still kind of been hooking up on and off. So, and none of us were confident enough to be like, this is what the relationship is. Like, what are your expectations? What are my expectations? We were just both flopping around and getting our feelings hurt, which I feel like is the pattern these days. <laughs> your feelings are hurt at your, by, you know, you not being able to communicate. So that's where I was at. And so I guess we had tried to have sex previously, but I was always like, felt like it couldn't go in. Like I was always like, fucking sheer panic and so I felt like my body closed and I was like it's not happening like bah. like I was just like very scared of like the pain or whatever could have happened so anyways until then I was like we had tried stuff and I was like it's not gonna happen and in Costa Rica I was like you know what fucking you're graduating like you you've got this under control and I was like let's just fucking do it so we we went into one, one of our shared rooms <laughs> 
because we had roommates on this trip. And, you know, we tried to do stuff. And I would say it probably went in once, went in and out. And I was like, this is enough for me. Like, I've had enough emotionally. And what's crazy was, I guess, because this is like a resort, but like one of those, like, not like a five star with like a building. It was like on the floor. Like, everyone was like in their own like flat little motel room. So my friends were outside of the fucking sliding window doors and they said they could see the shadows of us doing stuff and I was like this is how I'm gonna go out (laughs) whatever and what's crazier is he's obviously gonna like stab me for telling the story but literally he hooked up with a girl that trip so yeah obviously we're in a great place now but at the time so he like we we had this like little club area of the resort I would call it and so they would play like four songs like Danza Kuduro which was like one of the fucking some Latin songs they used to play at the time and I remember walking in there and seeing him make out with this girl from the other school and like fucking lost my shit (laughs) so I'm like he fucking took my virginity and then he hooked up with another girl and like my friends like turned on him as they should and you know I was traumatized (laughs) I was literally like like so I literally was like I don't know if I have maybe you won my first time for like years I was like I was just like angry but I think like you know obviously we've worked through those issues in the sense that like he didn't realize I cared about him and I didn't realize he cared about me and he was getting hurt by things I didn't realize and I was getting hurt by things he didn't realize but yeah I don't know I had sex for the first time sex I don't know one pump was what it was but you know I guess it was my first time yeah so it was like quite the experience but I think if I could go back I would have been like I mean I feel like everyone has like notes for themselves if they could go back um but you know let's just not even have the notes you know if I could go back I probably would do the same because you know we learn from our mistakes or our experiences so yeah my first time obviously we've, we've grown since then but it was a hell of an experience damn yeah, yeah, notes, notebooks, full volumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do things differently. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. that's so cute. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a cute tale. Like, no. Aww. It's only cute. I feel like the only thing that makes it cute is like that we're like together now. Like, if we weren't together now, I'd be like that. I like I would I would have no redeeming quality of the story now it's like my first time is my last time like the Drake song and now but like but if I he wasn't my last I'd be like you know I'd have a lot of anger I'd be like well damn (laughs) you know but you know it all worked out it was for the best there was a greater purpose greater hand at work you know that's incredible I'm so happy to hear it. I'm so happy with everything you've had to share with me in this episode. Before we wrap up, do you have any final thoughts to share? Yeah, well, I think like a really important lesson I learned, like in my experiences with sex or things like that was, I think I should have waited and not waited in the sense that like, just like to marriage or to some random age that I felt was necessary. But I think that you need to, I think sex is adult in a sense, in the sense that you should feel comfortable and confident and being open with your body, like 
it is an intimate situation. Like you should be feel comfortable with a guy looking at your boobs. If you're going to have sex with him, you should feel comfortable with your partner looking at your vagina without being freaked out. You shouldn't have to have the lights off. Like, like you should be able to ask the guy that you're sleeping with for a favor. Like they're inside your body. Like, I just feel like there's like a lot of things that are adult. Like you should be able to have a conversation. Like I want you to wear a condom. I need you to do this. I, we need boundaries. Like, and I feel like, when I started having sex, I didn't have those conversations. I wasn't honest. There were too many times I decided not to wear a condom or have sex with somebody because they pressured me when I shouldn't have. And I think I didn't have a voice at that point. So I think it's important to learn or to to teach women at a young age. I think this is the part that's like mostly missed with sex education is like understanding that it's your body. It's your choice. You should be able to expect and demand things because it's your body that's you're experiencing something. It's not about this other person. You're not doing them a favor. You're like choosing to get involved in a, in a, in an engagement with some person. And so you need to be able to communicate clearly. Um, so I just think that's really important. And I feel like that's like one of the biggest lessons I've learned. And I think I would have waited like, I don't know, like three years more or something. I lost my 30 day at like what, 18, actually like my, the like, Pop the cherry, it was 18. Like, obviously, I dabbled before that, but officially losing my virginity um, via penetration was at 18. So, you know, and that's pretty, people consider that to be quite old, but I still felt like at that age, I wasn't confident to be able to say anything. Like, even now, like, honestly, like, there's some issues with, like, you know, a lot of girls don't feel confident about guys going down on them, or they don't know how to, about vaginal health, or what's normal, what's not normal. And, I feel like you need to have an understanding about that or even like masturbation. Like, you know, I didn't masturbate until I was quite old. Like, I feel like that's an important thing to experience too, before you share your body with another person. So yeah, I just think it's like really important to have like open conversations about those topics. And, you know, I think it's important that we just feel confident in our bodies and are able to stand up for ourselves when it comes to, you know, our sexualities. So it was like a huge huge lesson I learned and I just like wish I could talk to like every like 12 year old girl be like yo listen like if you're covering your boobs but like you know just like it's your body girl like if you don't feel comfortable doing it don't do it yeah thank you again to my guest and to you the listener subscribe to Afterthought on iTunes Spotify or the Radio Public app and connect on Instagram by following listen to a Till next time.